Hi, and welcome to The Homeschool Effect. I'm your host, Josh Qualls, and today we're going to be doing a Q&A episode. These questions were submitted by fans. They submitted them through Facebook, uh, Instagram, and email, and I'll be answering them today. If you want to submit questions for the next Q&A, be sure to um, email me your questions or send them through messages on Facebook or Instagram. Before we begin, I want to thank Jennifer Waterman. Jennifer, thank you so much for supporting the show. Jennifer is a top-tier platinum member on Patreon. All right, now let's dive into the questions here. The first question here is from Andrea. Andrea says, my kids have been asking to go to public school for about two months. This is a new thing. They've always been homeschooled and haven't known anything else. But recently, they've started to get questions from other kids at youth group and other outings asking why they're homeschooled. Sometimes they lie and they say to go to the local public school. What advice would you give to kids who don't want to be homeschooled? Well, Andrea, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> I've definitely gotten those questions before. And that feeling of being uncomfortable. Um, and a little, a little uh, just uncomfortable in general. People ask questions such as, uh, well, why do you want to be homeschooled? Who homeschools? Who teaches you? Your mom? Is there something wrong with you? Uh, do you have a backpack? Do you have friends? How do you get out and meet people? What do you do? <laughs> How do you have a social life? Those questions are honestly pretty common. And um, your kids will probably get them throughout their entire time being homeschooled. So, but to that, I would say that's not really a reason to to go to public school <laughs> uh, because of those questions. But Andrea, to your kids, I would say, you know, everyone wants to fit in. Completely normal human nature. Um, and like I mentioned before, uh, you know, I've never been ashamed of being homeschooled when I was homeschooled, but, but when I was in college, my freshman year, I, I definitely, um, felt ashamed to be homeschooled. I didn't really fit in with everyone else. It's not that saying that I was like an outcast, but you know, people know I was just a little different, um, socially, academically, how I did homework, how I, how I paid attention in classes, um, some things that. I found interesting to discuss and versus the things that public school and private school kids thought interesting to, to talk about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a thing that you're going to deal with and, and that's completely fine. Um, it's fleeting. However, in the moment, yeah, it was difficult. I remember asking my mom, why did you do this to me? But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still actually really glad I was homeschooled. My education is something that being homeschooled is something is something that I really value today and really shape who I am. And to your kids, Andrea, wanting to fit in, wanting to be like everyone else, it's it's completely normal. And this is going to sound like a cliche answer, but if your parents wanted you to be like everyone else, they probably would just send you to public school. But they don't. They have a different outcome they envision they have for your life and for your upbringing. And it's probably for the best. Cliche answer, I know. <laughs> but that's, that's the advice I would give to your kids. Let's move on to the next question here. Laura asks... Was your wife homeschooled? How do you know I have a wife, Laura? <laughs> Just kidding, yeah. I'm married. Um, and to put it short, simply, um, no, my wife was not homeschooled. In fact, she didn't know I was homeschooled until we were dating for like nine, maybe nine months. And it's not like I was hiding it from her. <laughs> it's just, it just never came up in conversation. And I would say things like, oh yeah, I've never experienced that. Or oh, I've never ridden the bus or, or things like that. And they just compiled over and over and over. She's like, all right, what, what, did you go to school like in a farm out in the boonies? Like, why didn't you ride the bus? Why didn't you take these classes? Why didn't you go to after school program if your parents were late? And I was like, oh, I was homeschooled. <laughs> and she said, that completely makes sense. I get it now. I'm not sure what she means by that. But no, <laughs> she was not homeschooled. 
Before we continue, the best way to support the Homeschool Effect is to head on over to patreon.com slash homeschooleffect and become a patron. Patrons get access to extra content that might not get added into the final episode. They get to participate in giveaways that are exclusively only for patrons. Uh, they get access to merch depending on what tier you are. You can get stickers, t-shirts, or mugs. Top tier platinum patrons get shoutouts on the show. And of course, all patrons receive our unyielding gratitude. This show is not free to make, so your support is much appreciated. Let's move on to the next question. Katie. Katie asks, I'm new to homeschooling and heard about a few co-ops in my area. What are your experiences with co-ops and are co-ops a good idea? Well, well short answer is yes. I think co-ops are a great idea. Um, for, for those that don't know what a co-op is, you know, homeschool co-op is a collective of uh, homeschool parents who come together to form a maybe like a one to two a day um, school for homeschoolers. And it's used to supplement uh, their education um, and just give them a well-rounded education. Like my mom specifically, we went to co-ops because my mom um, got a degree in English and journalism. So she was great when it came to the humani- humanities. When it came to STEM-related stuff like math and science, where she had maybe a few shortcomings, we'll go to co-ops. And we, and we would take uh, courses, like I took a physics um, class from someone that used to be a professor of physics in college. It's a great way to expand your education and, and to socialize as well with other, with other homeschool families. Um, I remember taking Taekwondo from someone's dad who was a black, black belt in Taekwondo. I remember taking a like pseudo-engineering course with, with Legos from someone that was an actual engineer when I was younger. And there are so many different types of courses and classes that, that people take at co-ops just to get socialization um, and round out their education. That being said, I, I would say Katie, um, pick a co-op that's right for you. Not all the co-ops are the same. You know, I've grown up in seven different states, so I've experienced a lot of different co-ops. You know, sometimes uh, we were in two co-ops at once. One co-op I went to, eighty like eighty-five percent of those of those kids went on to college. You know, went on to a four-year school, got a degree. So the co-op was very intense. You know, the math teachers were intense. The English teachers were intense. They made sure you did your homework. You know, you got penalties for late work, um, etc. They didn't really have a lot of uh, like drama classes, I would say. But they, they, but they had a lot of classes that would help you graduate and be like um, a top performer if you went to college. I've been to other co-ops where you know college wasn't really a priority, and that's completely fine if that's if that's what you want. Um, they were a little more lenient on late work. You could still get maybe all the points for for turning in a paper late. Um, but they were really, really great when it came to just socialization and community and um, making sure everyone felt accepted and fitting in. Some some parents went there just to get their kids out of the house and to socialize. It really depends on what you're looking for and what you, the outcome you want for your kids. So I'd say pick a co-op that's right for you. Let's move on to, uh, <laughs> to the next question by Catherine. Okay, Katie, Catherine. Okay, this is a different person. Catherine asks, what's your most embarrassing homeschool-related story? That is a good question. And I think that this is more of a, a story of a byproduct of being homeschooled. It goes back to my to my time when I went to college for the first time. So to put it simply, <laughs> I didn't know what a GPA was, <laughs> which I'm not sure if that's super common or not when it comes to homeschoolers, but I didn't know what a GPA was. And the reason being, and I have a similar friend actually who was homeschooled, he didn't know what a GPA was. But the reason is, for my family specifically, and for my friend as well, if you got anything like below an 85 in a course, you would have to repeat the class. 
my mom always said, you know, if you're getting anything below like a B plus and you're homeschooled, something might be wrong. You need to, <laughs> something might be wrong. So she, if I ever got it like a, anything below like 85 or 86 on a test or a course, she would have, she would have me repeat the entire block. Just, she wouldn't say, okay, take the test again, study harder. No, I would have to repeat the entire like block of that class. Or if I got anything below an 85 of that class, she would like, all right, you're repeating, you're repeating the class over the summer or you're taking the class again next semester. So, so for my parents and my family, there was a little room to get anything, a little, little room or acceptance of getting anything below like an 80, 85, 86 in a class or in a block. So GPA just wasn't important to me because my GPA was pretty good. <laughs> Same for my friends. However, that's not the case for all homeschoolers. I know someone that uh, is a teacher right now and is uh, in her PhD, um, getting her PhD. She cared astronomically about her GPA. She always knew what a GPA was. It was super important to her. But uh, I remember my first year of college, um, people were working hard and trying to see if uh, if they could, how much work they had to do to actually pass the class to get a C. And in my mind, I'm like, you can get a C and, and still pass the class? <laughs> they thought I was crazy. They thought I was insane. Um, they, they, they said to me, like, how did you get into this, into this college without even knowing what a GPA was? <laughs> That was, I would say that's that's a pretty I was pretty embarrassed. It was a pretty embarrassing story, but at the end of the day, it didn't really matter too much. My GPA was good going into college and um, coming out of college was pretty decent as well. The next question is from Sam. And Sam asks, What are your thoughts on remote learning as homeschooling? Um, Sam, I'm assuming that you're talking about maybe the mass remote learning that's happened all over the country due to COVID nineteen and sending people home. Um Remote learning from the public school is not homeschooling. It's not. Homeschooling is so much more than just doing your schoolwork at your house. <laughs> if you're taking the public school curriculum, doing it at home, that it's just not homeschooling. The point of homeschooling, I mean, there, there are so many different reasons why people homeschool. But I think if I had to boil it down to maybe one specific thing, the point of homeschooling is to personalize your education you know, to the student. And if you're, if your public school teacher is still teaching 20, 30 kids online, your education is still not going to be personalized if you're doing that from home or, or in a building. <laughs> so I, I think that's the most important thing about personal is to, is to personalize the education. One of my friends, um, he wanted to be a worship pastor. He was one, he's, he's always wanted to be in ministry for as long as I can remember, actually. So in high school, he used to take two to three hours out of his day, like three to four days a week, and go intern at his church with the worship pastor. And he's a worship pastor today, like I said, but that's something he was able to do for years and years and years and get that experience um, to pursue what he wanted to do with his life. Uh, another example is like, I, I fenced when I was in high school. Um, I fenced competitively. The, the fencing coach, one of the best fencing coaches in the country actually was in this area that I lived in. However, he had a wait list to become a student for like over a year. But because I was homeschooled, I could go take classes from him during the day while everyone else had to wait until after school. So I was able to get in there and, and take classes with him during the day when he was free. And I could take fencing classes during the day. I mean, it's all about personalizing the education, capitalizing on that opportunity. Um, just the opportunity to do that. So at the end of the day, Sam, if I'm answering your question correctly, yeah, I don't, I don't think public school um, remote learning is homeschooling. Not at all. All right. Last question here is from Tim. 
Do you think everyone is better off homeschooling regardless of their religious or political beliefs? Hmm. This is a question I had to think about quite a bit, and I still don't know if I have the best answer for it, but I'll bet I'll answer it to the best of my ability. And my answer is no, with a few conditions. Something I learned in college is um backwards planning. Have your goal in mind and work backwards to that goal. Plan out the actions to get you there from 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 finished all the way to start. So if your if your goal for your child is to be educated, go to college, and that's it, then no, I mean I don't think you need to be homeschool homeschooling your kids. If you don't care about their religious beliefs, in tense case political beliefs as well, if that just isn't important to you, then why homeschool? Why waste your time? Um, you know, send them to a public school or even like a really good private school if you care about their education. You know, I don't think I don't think homeschooling is necessary. But if you want your kids to come out being solid and strong in their faith, maybe solid and strong in their values and morals and, and their political views, um, I, th- I think some schools can do that, <laughs> like private school. <laughs> some private schools can. Um, but, you know, homeschooling, homeschooling can definitely accomplish that as well. Definitely. Um, and then the other answer, the other part of that answer, which is why I say no, it's not everyone has the means and capabilities to homeschool. Um, some people are homeschooling and maybe maybe they aren't able to do a, as good of a job as, as they like because of the resources and, and timing time resources and time that they have. Uh, other people probably should be homeschooling <laughs> but they're telling themselves that they don't have the time, they don't have the money, which may or may not be the case if they had gave a, gave a, had an objective view on it. So my answer is no. I don't think homeschooling is for everyone, but I think everyone should have a goal and backwards plan from that goal for their child. I think that's important. All right, that wraps up our questions for today. If you want to send us questions for the next Q&A, head on over to our Instagram, to our Facebook, and message us there, or send us an email at host at homeschooleffectpodcast.com. That's host at homeschooleffectpodcast.com. If you like the show, share it with your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get the show around. Uh, Hopefully this provided some value to your day and your homeschooling journey. I'll see you next time.